Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is the state of Atlanta. Afternoon, Graham. Hey. Yeah, how's it going? Cheers. It is indeed going. You guys have a good weekend? Do anything? Have fun and fun? Mm, I don't remember. How about that bounce house there, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> yeah um yeah so <laughs> over the weekend uh laurie my partner went out i don't even remember where she was going um but she sent me a text uh said maybe you want to take izzy over to the stadium it looks like football is doing having some kind of event there's like a bouncy house out there so it looks like uh maybe something good for kids <clears throat> so we get her together uh and, and go on a walk over to the stadium and uh Sure enough, there's that big old inflatable panther uh, right out front the entrance, that one that all the players run through that looks like the top of a bounce house, um, like a really cheap kid's bounce house, too. And uh, they were doing a camp. They were doing like a high school recruit camp, uh, the Sean Elliott football camp. And uh, that's what people were entering with. I'm like, I don't, guys, fail, fail. Yeah. Please tell me that you walked up there and found a sharp object and slit that thing. Down, yeah, right? of course, of course, I did that. Thank I did you. that because you can't really prove and, I didn't. So and, and and then go on here and admit it that you did it, so that we. I have, did. Uh, I did do it. David, my legal. mind was going the same place yours was, but unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think Ryan came through in the clutch. Well, uh, Laurie did not back down from it though. She she maintains it is a bounce house, right? She did maintain for a short time, and I said I told her that I thought it was hilarious that she it was insisting that it was a bounce house. <laughs> well, you said it's a bounce house without without all the fun, right? Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's just the top half, and it, and like can, I said, it's a very cheap one. You can jump on concrete under it, right? You could, you could, yeah. That thing um, is so bad. Fun. It's really that thing terrible. Is so bad. It's I don't so know. Bad. It's it's like two or three seasons old now, too, isn't it? Oh, it's got to be older than that, isn't it? Isn't it from the Georgia Dome days? Uh, I don't think so. But I thought I, that it was the first year we were in our stadium, our Center Park. Or I thought so too. Yeah, Georgia State Stadium. Uh, Georgia State Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I was maybe hoping it would is. go away after one season, but it didn't. No, we invested a lot of money in that thing. We're going to get every uh, dime out of it we possibly can. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. If they use it for recruits and that's it, I'm perfectly fine. What, no, yeah, how many how many recruits do you see actually taking a picture in front of that thing and posting it on the uh, I, internet? I would I would count that against Georgia State if I were a recruit walking in. I'd be like, uh, I don't know what they think of me, but maybe they think I'm a child. You know, yeah, right. inflatable check. You're you're pulling up to Summerhill. You see all the new development going on. You see these athletic dorms you'd be staying in if you come here. You see the restaurants, all the stuff coming up. This awesome stadium that's been retrofitted to hold football. And you're like, man, I'm feeling pretty good about this. What the hell is this cartoon? Bottom half, cat? top half of a bouncy house. <laughs> top house of a bounce. Top half of a bouncy. Yeah, no, that's definitely. I'm, a, a uh, mix. I'm no expert in inflatables, and I'm sure there's some kind of weird fetish group about that. But that thing is ugly. Sorry, just it's, it's absolutely horrible. Absolutely, I, mean, horrible. I think it actually is the kids panther too, like the kids pounce. You know, like the, <laughs> the animated kids pounce. That's like a little different. Yeah, if they wanted to put an air mattress at the bottom of it, put some netting around the sides, and make that a bounce house for kids, then it's fine. Put it over in Pounce Town, and we'll deal with it. But yeah, as far as what our players were, that thing that's supposed to be that intimidating factor when players run out into the field. Sorry, you missed the mark <sighs> on that one. It's horrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, we need to um like like the the Georgia Dome days get the pyrotechnics back because I remember we used to come out to fireworks and stuff, man. Those were awesome. Yeah, that was well, cool. The I think they just used all the Falcon stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just there was part of a package. They actually had like a little a la carte menu on Georgia Dome's website. You could figure out the cost to put together an entire football game you wanted to. You just go there. It's like cost to turn the lights on, cost to host this, cost to open. I, I went. We looked at it. Well. We looked at it very, very briefly, considering the Georgia Dome for our wedding venue. But I told Kim we could only afford to get married like outside of a courtyard, that little yeah. green patch of ground they had right there, which I think now is um, well, that's not uh, Mercedes Benz. Either way, and she said, "No, if we're getting married at the Georgia Dome, it's on the fifty-yard line with everything going on." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah we can't afford that." Lights that's off, not happening. Lights off. Although I, although I do give her credit, that's awesome that she maintains that if we're doing it at the Georgia Dome, you're going big or go home. So. Well, what you do is you set it up so the the <clears throat> person who's officiating is right on the other side of the touchdown line, and then when you walk up the aisle, you you cross the touchdown line, right? Or, or I, see, yeah, I could, or I was thinking actually, she could come out. She could have come out of the big blue panther in the uh, with the players come out, and then her like procession down to me would be at the end zone line. She have to walk a hundred yards. <laughs> while they play like the here comes the bride song like what like three or four times at that little single step pace that they do everybody's super bored oh my god they've already left <laughs> it takes like an hour to get there and then when she crosses the touchdown line though everybody just you know holds yeah, their hands up touchdown exactly yeah. <laughs> i did not mean to talk about that but that was pretty funny i like that yeah uh so uh, what do you guys want to talk about there's a uh, I mean, the, the big thing, I think, is uh, the college football playoff expansion has kind of been, like, not finalized, but we, we know what, where it's going. Where's I it going? Twelve teams. Definitely, though? Like, pretty definitely? definitely? It's not signed into stone, but uh, from everything reading online, it says that it's going to get approved. This is the plan that everyone's back behind, and it's going to get approved. Is it the one yes. you texted about that we all liked? Yeah, it's 12 teams, uh, top six conference champions. Does not matter if they're P5 or G5, yeah. and then six at-large bids. So, yeah, yeah I, think that's, I think that's – I don't know who the G5 commissioners were, like, filleting or whatever, but they did something to get this to work. This is literally the best scenario you could get for G5. They're we not, all thought it wouldn't be able to happen like this. We assumed there would be some kind of divide that had to happen. Right. right. They, they, they're not acknowledging G5 while still allowing G5 to become of the part of the playoffs every single season. There's and, only, it's called P5 for a reason. Right, because, yeah. You know, there's only five of them. So, uh, and on a bad Potentially year. Potentially more than five, one. Yeah, for a bad year for, because like, Big 12 sucks, right? That's the one that sucks. Uh, you know, it's, it's very possible that uh, you could have two G5 conference champions ahead of them in the yeah. rankings. Yeah. So, you get a G5 in every one of the college football playoffs should this uh, – go through which we think it's going to i think it's awesome yeah no i i'm i'm fully on board um you know i i agreed that you know this is what i wanted the conference champion type thing and and you were saying you didn't like my idea because of the whole yeah i i was saying you got to split it with p5 and g5 and uh they sort of just said no we don't <laughs> and we're like what okay yeah it's funny because whenever i see stuff like this on the internet anything uh that's divisive there's always these people say well what about this or should have been this way blah 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 I'm like all right these are some people whether they get it right or wrong they've literally considered every possible scenario objection yeah. concern or whatever and i never even thought about just taking the top six conference champions without any kind of distinguishing i'm like oh that was um 
That was smart. I didn't I didn't think of that one. <laughs> and and are the six at larges just your top ranked whoever didn't win their conference champion, basically? Well, so I think what they're going to do, and it, I think it's, it seems to be a little uh, not settled on the internet exactly about what it's going to be, the final wording is going to be. But I think what it's going to be is they're going to take the top six conference champions and then they're going to pick teams seven through 12. I mean, they're, they're still, they're, it's just, just like oh. the college football committee was doing, picking their teams one through four, they're still kind of picking it. There's still going to be a huge subjective part of it. Sure. But it, it'll be rankings though, right? I mean, those, those teams will be the highest ranked teams right they're not gonna like skip ranked the fourth ranked team and then like they just don't make it that's one question i have on there because esp one of the espn articles i read kind of said like what it would have looked like last year and we can talk about a little bit more but coastal would have been in based off of last year but that's because cool. pac 12 wasn't even in yeah uh, right they didn't, didn't have anybody I, and we can talk about whether coastal should have been in or whatever later on but uh they had coastal i would think that if you are the five and six conference champions that means that you know the first round is going to be played at home on campus that means that coastal should have had a home game but they had coastal playing away where as as a 12 seed so yes coastal got in as a conference champion but they weren't ranked as a fifth or sixth seed they were still ranked at their lower seed so i don't know if, how that's going to work out exactly uh, i think that makes wider. sense if, if it's a lower person you see them lower still i i actually think that's fair and that's a that's a good way to do it yeah so tim what do you think about uh, how this works out do you think it uh is beneficial to just the g5 to the p5 to everything what's your take well, on it i mean it? it's immensely beneficial to the sec they're going to get an auto bid times three or four, most likely. Uh, I think it's good for the G5. It gives us a shot. I mean, listen, we had the G5s, no matter what we all want to think or say, probably didn't really have a shot to ever get in, period. So this at least provides a shot for someone. I'm not saying multiple, but hey, you never right. know. Someone well, to get I in. I mean, look at UCF and what was it, 2017. They were an undefeated team. And, you know, I don't like, you know, talking big about them because they kind of annoy me but they had every right to complain about not being admitted into the college football playoff. And they would have been, they, they may have been a legit fifth seed or sixth seed uh, despite, you know, all the other teams in there that would have been good for them to actually see what happened. I think that they even had a, the mock-up said they would have played Alabama in the very first round, uh, which would have been exactly what right. they wanted that season. Weren't, weren't they the, you know, bring on Bama guys? So. Yes, they were. I mean, I think there been an article that said like Cincinnati and Coastal would have gotten in, but that was last year, pandemic, mm -hmm. no pack, right? If they were playing, I think we would maybe get one in, right? But Could you the, imagine? One's better than zero. <laughs> so the, the Coastal fans were insufferable last year doing as well as they did. Could you imagine if they actually made it to the playoff? The first Sunbelt team to make it to the playoffs, what those fan base would have been like? They wouldn't be. I mean, they wouldn't be in the Sun Belt anymore. Can you imagine what we'd be like? Coastal Belt. <laughs> no, I, I guarantee what we'd be like the entire time. We're like, I'm not Giddy. buying into this game. I'm not buying until this game kicks off. There's something's gonna happen. Something's <laughs> not gonna be right. This yeah. isn't gonna happen. There's no. My life's not this good. Yeah, this is all an elaborate prank on me, somehow or another. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all 130 football teams got together to conspire to ruin my life because that's the way it feels. <laughs> They're like, have no, you ever heard of that curse of Atlanta? Because we could really use that. We could really exactly. just screw with those people. <laughs> yeah, I, well, so I wanted to talk about like Coastal and everything because do you think they even belong, even with the Pac-12 not being in there? And 
they didn't coastal did not win a conference championship game they were just you know anointed conference champion by the Sun Belt, and i think they were actually technically considered co-champion but they're the ones that got the rings or the trophy or whatever it was do you think that the college football committee would have penalized coastal by for not playing in that game or would have pressured Sun Belt to to put app state and lafayette together in the game because i feel like there would be some kind of pressure to actually have a legit conference champion if you're putting them into a playoff scenario it's it's hard to say because covid just sort of was a big curveball um i think they would have pressured to have a conference championship they probably would not have let sunbelt get away with just skipping that part but w- what was coastal ranked would they've just been in i want to say they were 12 yeah you know, I was saying, would they have 12. been in conference champion or not no I mean, so that that's the, that's the thing though just because they were ranked 12th then does not mean they would be ranked 12th now because it's going to be up to this committee and there's a very good shot that the committee wants you know this goes through does not is not as favorable to a g5 program they could say oh well if we put coastal as 12 that means they're going to the the, the playoffs so we'll make them 13 are you suggesting that they don't believe that coastal was the 12th ranked team last year i'm saying that this committee is in charge of generating the most revenue possible for uh tv dollars and they will do whatever it takes to maximize that i don't which, like your an, wild which, accusations david which which to an extent makes sense so yeah, uh, you know everyone says you can complain about being the the third team left out of a two team championship. You can be the complain about being the fifth team left out of a four team championship. But it's kind of hard to complain about being the thirteenth team let out of a twelve team playoff. Uh, well, except for oh, when, ex- except except for when no one wants to see a playoff game being played on that god awful teal field, or don't want to have a stupid sea chicken. As a ma- as a mascot, or they know that they're not going to get anybody to watch some game of uh, coastal versus Notre Dame or whatever it may be. Yeah, but I mean, I think when if you go into like basketball and you have you know your Cinderella stories and and stuff like that, people like people like these kind of stories. People want to see them go and and win. There would be a lot of people that watched it just knowing that they like won a bunch of games. You remember like UCF when they ended up playing Auburn? I mean, that was like that was national news. People were really excited about UCF. Yeah, well, they won that game, and Coastal couldn't even beat Liberty in their bowl game, so Coastal sucks. Well, but they didn't know that at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I could have told you that. I think I did tell you that, in fact. You didn't know, though. You just don't like Coastal. I really don't. I (laughs) I know. You don't don't like their fan base either, so it's okay. Well, they shit in the bathroom. (laughs) Multiple times. All of them. Uh, Every fan that came to Atlanta came and took a shit in my bathroom. (laughs) Which is like the entire fan base of Coastal, I believe. All six to seven of them. So one of the things that was talked about quite a bit on message boards uh, and the internet about uh, this whole thing was whether or not this would force the hand of any kind of conference realignment. Uh, Do you think that this makes the P5s or the G5 conferences any more or less anxious to expand? Go for I, it. I, I don't want to view. Yeah, no, I think it I think it makes us um I, it would be less anxious for us to move up because there would be more flexibility for G, uh, G5 team to make it to to actually like come up to the upper echelons and do well. And so um there's not as much pressure to go into the P5 because you could make it at the bottom. Go ahead, what? sorry. No. I was going to say tell tell uh Ryan why, why he's wrong, but you seem to want to agree with him, so Go ahead and can keep the masquerade up. Go for it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, I don't think it puts pressure on 
realignment at all. It, it puts pressure on, uh, actually, it puts pressure on ULM to start winning because they'll pull the conference down if you play them. I don't think that Monroe has any more pressure. I don't think it's possible for Monroe to have any more pressure to win. And I really don't think they care about pulling the conference down whatsoever at all. It's not like no. they're, they're, they're like, they just don't kick us out, guys. That's I was about it. to say, it might put pressure on the Sun Belt to boot them. Right. Or, yeah, the, the conference is to say, you got to start winning or you got to get out. Yeah. So I agree that uh, I don't think that it really puts pressure on specifically like American to fill that gap. And I think their commissioner has even come out this past week saying they have no intentions on filling that empty space right now. There could be something maybe uh, Big 12 wants to get to 12 teams. I don't know. Uh, but there's been a lot of talk about maybe this would be this would be the time for Sun Belt to try to poach Conference USA. We talked about it before, try to get a UAB or a Southern Miss or a Marshall or something. And I don't disagree with that. I think this may be a time to try to get to make the Sun Belt a little bit stronger of a conference. And you guys know I am no fan about the Sun Belt. I don't give a crap <laughs> about this conference whatsoever at all. But if you want realistically you're only talking about one g5 team getting in every year maybe sometimes two so you want to position yourself to be the best g5 conference you can be and right now that's american and it's not even close uh some belt showed over this past season that you know they can win some games and they can look pretty good out there and if you can bring in a couple of teams that maybe uh give a little name notoriety and give a little history to winning i think maybe pulling in a, a marshall and a uab or, or Marshall on a Southern Miss may actually make a lot of sense for uh, for the conference. I think you can miss so how, many teams, uh-huh. how many teams do you want to go to? You want to go to from 10 to 12, 14? What do you want? I would say that there's no reason to go beyond 12. 12. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be all for dropping Monroe and adding UAB, Southern Miss, and Marshall. But that would be strong. I don't, sure. I don't think we're kicking anybody out. Your um your apathy towards the Sun Belt um would that extend to other conferences or is that a Sun Belt thing? Like if we were in the American, would you root for the American or would you just be like no? But I don't really care about all those teams. No, I, I would totally like you go to a, a bar during Bowl Week and you have these Georgia fans who hate like with a passion. Their boil their blood boils at every like. Florida touchdown or anything good that happens for them. But as soon as Florida wins their bowl game, these Georgia fans are just shouting SEC, SEC, SEC. You would do that. Her, uh, no, I wouldn't do that because we wouldn't be in the SEC. But I do think that if <laughs> we were in the American. <laughs> if, if we were in the American. <laughs> like, where the hell is this story going? <laughs> if we were in the American, yeah, I would, I would uh, outside of, you know, our own games, I'd, I'd want to see our opponents, our, our conference mates do well because it would make it would boost Georgia State. I want to see Georgia State look like the outlier in this conference and look like they don't belong here because we're the best team in the conference. That's what I want. So you want to be coastal from last year without teal turf? I don't ever want to be associated coastal whatsoever at all. And that's why I don't want to be in this conference. Tim, he doesn't want to be his most hated rival. <laughs> They're not my most hated rival. Uh your second most hated rival. We don't, we don't even have a rival. <laughs> that's because they're they're rivals so you don't want to give them the respect that that you're actually giving them <laughs> exactly i'm excited yeah. for the uh, playoff expansion though i'm curious i don't i didn't read when it could go into effect i mean yeah. i wish it would go into effect right now but i know it's yeah. not so i i think there's still like two or three years or three or four years left on the initial agreement but that that i mean when there's money at stake you can rewrite contracts yeah, yeah. COVID waiver on that? 
I think that the the general consensus online is that the earliest would go into effect would be the 2023 season. So, you know, not this year, not next year, and then go into effect the following year, which kind of makes sense. I think if I, if somebody said the truth on the internet and I read it correctly, then uh, the current bowl alignment for like, I think there's nine bowls that are part of the college football playoffs. Uh, it would finish out that first segment, the first nine years of it. So they would all get their little chance at whatever games they get. Uh, so starting 2023 would be, a, would have been like a restart back to year one kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, so it'd be even that way. So we're right on schedule then for the Georgia State National Champions 2025. Right? 2020, the, the path has been laid for Georgia State's 2025 National Championship. Man, Reddit must have something. They, they forced this change for the college football playoff, didn't they? Yeah, well, I looked at it, at what our future schedule, like our out-of-conference schedule is, and if it was to go into effect next year, it's a good out-of-conference start. We have South Carolina at South Carolina, North Carolina at Center Park, and then uh, Charlotte here, and then at Army. It's a good out-of-conference schedule to kind of get on the radar. You win all four of those games, you get on the radar of the, the football committee, and then you just you know blow out the the crap conference we're in, and you know we're the sixth best team in the nation. Uh, but then uh-huh. 2023, 2023 is just not that sexy of a start. Rhode Island, UConn, Charlotte, and then LSU. Obviously, if you can beat LSU, that's great. But just the rest of the out-of-conference schedule is just not sexy in 2023. So Yeah, no, that's not very sexy. What about 25? Do you have that or not? All we have right now is uh, Memphis at home, that game they, they bailed on us a long time ago during the okay. Hurricanes, and then at Vanderbilt. So That's okay. That's good. It's uh, winnable games, you know? Yeah, so I think we should get Tennessee back on the schedule and maybe chat with the, the Monarchs. Was that the Monarchs? Chattanooga? Whatever they are? No, Let's get the entire Old, Old Dominion. Old Dominion, Old Dominion, the Mox, the Mox, the Mox. Let's just get the entire state of Tennessee in our schedule for yeah. uh, 2025. Yeah, <laughs> they can go. The Tennessee <laughs> World Tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Tennessee was a world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Tennessee that's actually something people from people from Tennessee would say something like that. You know, we're the world champions of Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's definitely because, a different state depending on where you are and what direction you go. Yeah. So anyhow, I think it's exciting uh, with this whole thing with the 12 team expansion. It's better than we could have ever imagined as a G5 program. So we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, it's a seat at the table. That's all you need. I love we it. Start the, we start the we start the season with a legitimate shot to to be in the playoffs. I think at this point, right now, you're out of conference schedule. You want to get as many American teams on your conference out of conference schedule as possible. Because if that or is going to be the American, or just being the American. Yeah, that, that, that's actually the easiest way to get a lot of American teams on your on your schedule is to be in that conference. So. And then you just fill the rest with lower tier P5? Or, I mean, at, our, at this point, what is beating the P5s? We don't, don't, don't care what if they're upper or yeah. lower tier. I wonder if it would be something like with uh, college basketball where losing to a good team is better than beating a bad team. Uh, I mean, I would Style points are going to come into play. What was that, Tim? It said style points are going to make a come into play, just like they do for the NCAA tournament seeding. Well, it'll be interesting to see if like the the blowout wins. Like, that was a big thing in the BCS was they actually wanted teams to like win by sixty points because that helped them in the the rankings to move up. So I don't know if that would have any impact on this, but it's subjective, not computers. I don't know. It's both, isn't it? 
I don't think there's any computers involved in this whatsoever at all. I no. think it's just a com it's just a committee. They get to fly around every week to a different city to talk about you know the teams they want to put in there. And at least they talk about twelve teams now instead of four because you could literally just tweet your four teams that you wanted to be in there before. You don't be need done, be done. Yeah. You don't you don't need to get together in a conference room to talk about that. It's like oh, it's going to be you know Bama, Clemson, and then like I don't know the Big Ten champion and whoever loses the SEC. Man, they're gonna have some uh, heated debates about 11, 12, 13, and fourteen. That they're not gonna care about that whatsoever at all. They're gonna be like, uh, "Who's gonna travel well? Who's gonna put up TV numbers?" So I don't think we make money. Yeah, man, David is cynical. It's all about the dollar with David. Come on, yeah, the world runs on money. What are you gonna say? It's true. All right. Well, we, I think we kind of killed this. We'll, we'll talk about it more a lot, I'm sure, as things uh, progress. Uh, there was actually some really huge Georgia State news that came out. Uh, last week, we have uh, potentially the next president of the university, uh, nice. Dr. Dr. Uh, Brian Blake, who's from Georgia. I think he's from Savannah originally, went to Tech, went to Mercer. Uh, his resume is ridiculous. He's at George Washington currently, like the, the provost and the vice executive vice president of academic affairs and provost at George Washington University. They have his CV on their website. It's 39 pages long. 39 pages long of accomplishments and achievements and awards and everything he's done. The dude on paper could not be more ideal candidate for me, for the yeah. president of the United States, for, for, for president of the United, United States, States. Dr. Blind Bank in Boom. 2022. Breaking news. <laughs> You're in your first. Uh, no, he sounds great. And then what I love about being a techie guy myself, he you know graduated from tech with a uh, some kind of engineering degree. I think Mercer got a master's in electrical engineering. He taught computer science. The guy's a techie. I think that's a direction that Georgia State should really focus on in the future as well. So hopefully it goes that way. I think it's great. What do you guys, what'd you guys think when you heard about it? Uh, I was super excited. Um, anyone who's working at George Washington is probably pretty good. And like you said, the CV being crazy long and him being Georgia guy. Um, I've heard from people within academia at Georgia State and they all seem pretty excited about him. Um, that he's in meetings and stuff. He's wowed. He's wowed them. So, yeah, Tim, what was your take? I think he sounds like a good hire. Um, obviously, he needs to have connections to the AAC and support athletics. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't want him. George Washington. I I don't don't believe has athletics. So, <laughs> do they, they don't have basketball at all? I don't, I don't know, they man. Like, like everybody has basketball. Hell, that, that school that we played uh, this year, they only have like uh, 60 students and they had a basketball team. Like everybody's got basketball. <laughs> Where right. is his uh, undergrad? Tech? Tech. Tech, I believe, yeah. yeah. So then he should love football, right? Well, so that's the big question. No. Is, what, what is, how no. does he... <laughs> tech, man, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's why he went to Tech. <laughs> We're <effed. laughs> uh, so the big question is how he feels about athletics, because obviously the president has a lot to say about um, uh, about athletics. So, oh, yeah, we go. Uh, Matt here. Thank you. Uh, George Washington's in the A-10. So that's uh, definitely a basketball conference. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Matt. That's what I thought. Uh, they sound familiar. So the, the, uh, the big question is how he feel about, feels about athletics. So we don't know about that at all. I did search his resume for anything I could find about it, and I found that he does list in his hobbies – playing basketball so Ooh, he likes basketball. Nice. okay so we got that and then he played on or i don't know it didn't really say much it said 2001 2003 faculty staff basketball game at midnight madness so i guess he played on some kind of like 
staff team, staff, staff faculty game, probably ex, a little exhibition fun type thing for these guys. I don't know. So it sounds like he likes sports at least a little bit. And then he went to uh, Tech and worked at Notre Dame and Miami. So he's worked at school or been to and worked at schools that have pretty big athletic programs and tech. So when he goes to games, does he wear a, a leather jacket? Well, he'll need to. He'll need to. I'm just curious. <laughs> it's important. I ask the important questions. That is an important question. I think we need to get a little uh, someone out there to, to go stalk him and find out what he does in his personal life and whether he wears leather jackets to sporting events. <laughs> but he's the, he's the only finalist named. So this is like what happens if they. It's a very don't... competitive field, right? That's here. what I thought was sort of weird. Like, how do you name a single finalist? I don't. That doesn't make any sense because that just means that's the person you're going to hire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Becker's like, dude, seriously, please pick him because I I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> like, I, I gave you guys a year. You found yeah, sign one, the contract, man. You that's found one. You found one guy. You found one guy. Um, that's exciting. I think it'd be good. Hopefully he'll come in here and at least we know he doesn't, doesn't have to worry about hiring an athletic director because um, that was taken care of last week. Sorry, yeah. Done for him. Done for him. Done for him. Done for. For three years, five years, what, what was this deal? I don't know. I still think it's weird. And I think it's it three, three or five. Ex- excellent by three years. Uh, what else you guys want to talk about? There's some few, few there's a, I, I found a few more things. I found a lot of stuff that went on about Georgia State this week. What do you oh, that sweet uh, Rich McKay overhead shot of our complication center, which is really a basketball arena. <laughs> Rich McKay, the the former or the president of the Falcons, now posting aerial Not shots of whatever Mark, Mark McKay. Mark McKay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I can't pull the video up here or the picture up here because I don't have my other monitors and stuff. But yeah, it's a cool aerial shot this morning that Mark McKay posted. Uh, They're plowing uh, right along, building that thing up fast. Yep. I mean, <laughs> leaving that one southwest corner open to get that crane out. <laughs> it's like gotta I, get that thing out, man. <laughs> yeah, that thing is still. I was looking at it a lot today, and man, it goes just right to the tip top. Like, there's you're going to be sitting right against your back's going to be against the wall. You can touch the, the roof. Hopefully, it's got to be taller than that, right? I don't, know. It's got- I don't know. I don't know. Do you think the window looks compromised? Look at the, the there's a bunch of uh, beams or something going across that window to the city. I feel like that's on purpose based on the renders. Like I think the window is lower, lowered from what we thought it would be. And it looks, yeah. it looks what it looks pretty, pretty accurate to the renders. I would say. Yeah. I went back I- and looked at the renderings today and I'm still bummed out that we don't get the, um, the other one. That it's not that it's not running uh, east west. And it's running north south instead. So yeah, you're not gonna care. Well, once we once we're in there, it'll be good. We're gonna be lower level. We'll be able to see out the window. That's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the window, um, the just based on what we saw, uh, it looked like it was a lot of wood framing, and I, I was thinking it looked like um, something that could be removed. Like maybe it's just in place to support as they build the structure, and then they could remove that stuff. But I, you know, who knows? I don't, I'm not in construction. They have one job, Ryan. <laughs> what? Do not put up those weird scoreboards and put a board over center court. What? Why? Why you, not? Why not use a scoreboard in the center? Yeah, our new scoreboard that we just got like a couple years ago. There's use no any scoreboard over center court. Why? O- over the two screens they show in the render. 
Oh. I don't no, know. I we're not moving that uh, chandelier over from Sports Arena over it's to. It's great. I love that thing. Yes, and we'll get something better. We'll get something right. way, way better. Than, will yes. we? Yes, we will. <laughs> Wasn't that one yeah. secondhand? Didn't they buy that off somebody? I don't think so. I thought they did. I thought it was brand new. I like it's it's so much better than what we had before. But if you watch, I mean, like it's not that good a quality. It's not great. It's probably mid quality. It's not. It's top, better. Top of line. It's no. It's better than what we had, but it's. I don't know. I want better. I want like <laughs> four. I want four K hologram shot into my eye sockets. That's what I want. I was just gonna call for a ribbon board around the top, like you know, like in the Merc. Like the Halo. Yeah. Yeah, we need that. I mean, too. if we go from a board that on the wall, too? if we go from a board on the wall to you know center court back to on the walls, we got problems. Gotta yeah. figure that out. Go fund me the, the shit out of that. Oh, oh god, not the, ooh, not yeah, go fund me. We could do that. Not, 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 not the go fund me again, please, guys. Come on. <laughs> we have like fifteen <laughs> go fund me's going right now. <laughs> David, David, did you get standards for this uh, podcast? All of a sudden, come on, guys, no go fund me's. <laughs> not this time. No, my wife just tired. It's tired to hear about GoFundMe's. I don't need to hear it when I get offline. Oh, uh, so we podcast for your wife. Got it. Do you do you, do you realize sure. that you did nothing to stop us from saying <laughs> talking about GoFundMe's just now? I don't have to live no. with her. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want me to keep on doing this, then yes. Uh, let's. Nah, yeah, yeah. Is there something else? <laughs> that's stop like... talking about GoFundMe's. <laughs> Fine, we'll, do a kick, we'll do a Kickstarter. <laughs> do a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Tim, you sent out a thing uh, right before we got on here about the Sun Belt is eliminating the intra conference transfer rule. I want to. I'm going to tell you that I had no idea there was there was an intra conference transfer rule. What We're is just that? Copying the SEC. That's it. Yeah, it's so. Uh, I guess you were not allowed if you were tra- transferring student. You couldn't tra- transferring athlete. You could not transfer to another school within the Sun Belt without without permission or just without period. permission. Right? Yeah, oh. I think you could do it with permission, but it was like from the conference headquarters to do it. Yeah, yeah. that that and is you stupid. Out and all that garbage. I mean, well, I mean, as as far as being Georgia State, I don't think there's a single person in Atlanta that's ever been like, "Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta get out of here and go to Monroe, Louisiana." That's where I need to be right now. That's my life would be so much better if I was in <laughs> Troy, Alabama, right now. It would, everything would be fixed if I was in Statesboro. No, no, nobody that lives in Atlanta wants to go to any of those other Sun Belt cities. So I don't think that's an issue for us. I mean, maybe we get some, uh, some some secondhand trash from those schools, but we're not really going to worry about losing any players for this. Goodness, man. Strong. Yeah, no, I can see players wanting to come to George state university and get out of the swamps. Right. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of swamps in this fucking com- this conference. <laughs> they, come, they come play at Georgia state. <laughs> they make go to magic city afterwards and they want to transfer. Yeah. Get, get the best wings in Atlanta. Yeah. I'm all best for it. Wings in Atlanta. I can't say what else happened there, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know my opinion you. on this. The whole rules around where kids can and can't go to school is pretty silly. So glad to see those go out the window. Uh, I was always I was always glad when Mark Richt was coach at UGA because <clears throat> he made a point of being like, I don't care where you go to school. Like, if you want to go somewhere, if you want to go to Florida next, like that's where you're going. That's cool. Like, no problem. Yeah. 
So you should be like, please stay in conference because we'll kick your ass no matter what school you go to. If you're I, not you good know, enough to be here. I think people think that you'll have like a competitive advantage because you've done training with the, with that team. And like, you know, you know, the plays and stuff like that, but like it's football, like there's, there's not a lot of plays. <laughs> like it's, it's not like a big secret. People are, you, you can just go watch film and you can see what a team's plays are, you know? Yeah. And it's not like it's the NFL where I know that that happens in the NFL where they'll sign a guy that got cut by a team. They'll sign him basically for like a few weeks to get his, his playbook knowledge and then just cut him afterwards. And he's not around. It's not the same thing in college football, especially I, not. I bet, at, I bet at NFL, level. it's just because they've got so much money to throw around, around they don't care. But I would bet that that does not give very much of a benefit. That depends. I think that if you're playing a, a conference opponent, uh, I think or a divisional opponent, I can see it happen helping in the, especially with some of these coaches that have uh, been there for a long time. You kind of get a little bit deeper insider knowledge, insider. Well, well yeah, insider and, knowledge. And, that's the other thing is um, coaches that have been there for a long time. Like, you know what they've been doing at all. They, they go to a new team and like, they just implement their playbook, the same playbook right. they've always been implementing. Like people know these pe- teams. It's, it's just football, man. You just, you just block in for a, somebody to either pass the ball or run the ball. And like, that's it. Every play. I mean, come on. They're just yeah, getting rid of this rule for you. Yeah, you're, you're either going to throw the ball or run the ball. Those are really your only options. So, and then if you're on the other side, you're going to you want to tackle the person with the ball. I mean, it's not like there's it's not rocket surgery. You know, I mean, there's not a lot. Of, you win, right, Ryan? It's not a lot going surgery. on. <laughs> rocket surgery. So wait, Ryan. When they uh, when this when the student athletes become employees of the schools, yeah. Will this just be like an, a store transfer from store A to store B? Like employees? They're not. They're not. They're not widgets. They're people. <laughs> no, like you yeah, know, you work at Best Buy store transfer. One, you go to store two. You just like, um, oh, I want to do a transfer. No, they'll, they'll, they'll have to sign non-compete clauses, and you can't go to another uh, <laughs> school in conference or in oh division God. because it's a non-compete clause. You got to sit out for six months. You people are the worst. <laughs> Rules. Uh, we finally got a uh, a basketball game, another basketball game figured out for the for the season. Playing uh, at Richmond Spiders. All right, that's a CAA team, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it might be. Yeah, they're colonial with us. <clears throat> were they? We played. Richmond. They might have moved to the A10 too. I don't know. We needed. They were. They yeah. They were colonial with us. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Well, I had no idea like if they were good or not, so I kind of looked up uh, how the final RPIs pulled out, uh, finished out last year, and they finished at seventy-two overall. We were forty-two, oh. so all right, Matthew cool. I'll take also that. says a ten for that one. So yeah. all, right, all right, there we go, a ten as well. A-10, Thanks, for that, man. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I know John's so got a, John's got a competition. Also, uh, I got to put this up here because uh, Matthew's talking about how Ryan was wrong. Uh, Richmond was was not in the CAA. Anytime I guess I get confused because of the Virginia schools or whatever. Close enough. The, ne- the number way, number one way to get your comment on the screen here is to tell Ryan that he's wrong. I will always put those up, and <laughs> I'll let Matthew's him hang wrong. out. And I and I'll let them hang out even longer than I probably should, just to prove I think, Ryan's wrong. I think Matthew's wrong. So one thing interesting I noticed when I was looking at those RPIs, just to look at uh, Richmond and, and us. Was that uh, so? We were forty-two. You know, you know who forty-three was? Who? What? Tech. Tech. <clears throat> and we and we host Tech. That's the only other game we know right now. Is we host Tech, uh, and so we don't host. We're at Tech we again tech, this right? season. We go. We go to Tech. Part of our two and one uh, thing we scheduled with them. So we'll be there, back there again. So um, 
we got a lot of guys coming back. Most of the guys are coming back, and we have uh, guys coming back from injury as well. So I think that you can go ahead and mark in permanent marker another W for Georgia State against Tech in basketball. <laughs> you I'm excited about going to the game this year. Well, yeah, exactly. That, that, it stunk with the COVID crap not being able to go last year. That was that was a hell of what was it like like eighteen overtimes or something? Pretty much. I remember yeah, drinking like, way too much during that. That's all I remember. It, it felt like it. It felt like it. It was no was one can game. win. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was which which team just was ready to go home. <laughs> and fortunately, they were both really close to home, so it wasn't a long drive for anybody. I guess we're done with that conversation. So I'm look. I'm looking it up, and Richmond definitely was CAA. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know until when, but they were the conference regular season champions as soon as as, as recent as 2001, which I know is a really long time ago. So I don't know why I would know that. Uh, and they were A10 champions as recently as 2011, so 10 years ago at least. But you know, something in my head knew. I had that fact in there. CAA. Yeah. That was a crap conference. Well, that was actually a pretty good conference for us to be in without. It was a great basketball conference. Yeah. We just weren't. We just weren't good back then. Well, and you remember when we moved to Sunbelt, um, Coach Hunter was uh, upset about it because yes. he came here thinking that we would uh, be playing like VCU every year and that we would actually um, maybe make it like a two-team conference. Right. Two-team bid. Right. And that was called two-team bid conference. Yeah. Yeah. More, uh, more, and then more, we moved to Sunbelt, which multi-bid. The sun a multi a multi-team bid, yeah. I, I remember talking yeah. to Coach Hunter about that at Six Feet Under because that's where we do all of our events. And uh, yeah, he was. I mean, I made a comment. I was like, "Well, you'll you'll just win the conference every single season, and you'll go to the championship every single season." He's like, "Yeah, like I know." But but no. <laughs> it makes the regular season not matter, though, which is really annoying. Like, you literally only have to win the tournament, and that's it, and and then you're and, good to go. And then, especially when you allow all the teams into the tournament, even kind yeah. of obviously you want to get your seating higher so that you right. can you know, have an easy, easier shot to it. But when it comes down to it, as long as you're the hottest team playing at the end of the season, it doesn't really matter. As long as you can the- go out there and treat every game like practice uh, up until the tournament and then and l- literally lose every game and not care and then just go to the tournament and win because you're like so- rested and well practiced. So your new strategy is we bench all of our best players throughout the entire season, so well rested and fully. <laughs> no, you have to let them kick the rust off. <laughs> knock the rust off. <laughs> whatever. Kick it, knock it, whatever. It's all the same. The team has to gel. They got to gel. <laughs> Come on, David. <laughs> Uh, we, there was uh, Tim. You said something else across a few days ago. We got some preseason bowl projections. Yeah, we're projected what for the Myrtle Beach Bowl? I think. Yeah, against. that crap. That crap ass stadium. Got to play on a teal turf. Teal turf against Kent State. I actually had to Kent look State. up where Kent. I had to look up where Kent State was. I'm like, is that another one of those colleges that's in Texas? Because they got like 80 of them. And uh, no, it's actually in the other state that's got 80 colleges in Ohio. Uh, okay. I, I really actually didn't know where Kent State was either. So. All right. So I do have a trivia question for you guys without looking it up online. Do you know the nickname of Kent State? The Golden Flames. What do you got, Ryan? 
um, I don't know, some kind of lightning bolt. Well, okay, you guys, if you combine pretty good, the, the Golden Flash, the Kent State Golden Close. Flash, I, I have never heard of that before in my entire life. Obviously, Sam and I had it somewhere in our brains, I, but not I went, the whole thing. I went, I went to Wikipedia to go look at. Well, obviously, they must have had like a, a like a Indian or a, some kind of like uh, racist uh, mascot at some point. They switched it so that it's the Golden Flash, which is why I've never heard of it. No, that's not the case. They're just the Golden Flash, but then like their actual mascot is Flash, the Golden Eagle. I, I'm so glad I didn't go to Kent State. That just sounds like embarrassing to talk about. Yeah, and plus it shares the word eagle. So, yeah, no, not, not a fan of that either. Not a fan of that either. So, we're not playing them and we're not going to Myrtle Beach. That's the end of that. No, we'll be in the New Year's Great New Year's Six projection. Bowl. We are going to win the conference and we are going to be in a New Year's Six game. Even better, wherever that's, that's what's happening. Sure. Mark it down. Write it up in your calendar. I got it. I got it. All right, guys. I think that's, uh, I think that's good for this week. What do you guys think? All right. I think it's a wrap. I think it's, this was a good this was a good good one. Let's go over to last call and uh, talk about how much more Ryan is wrong about uh oh no well Everything. let's talk about the basketball. Yeah, let's go on last call. We're gonna talk about the basketball tournament. We got a we have a, an actual roster made for that. Let's talk all about that in last call. I think that'll be a good conversation for us to have there. Uh some changes that happened from the last time we talked to Devin about it. So that'll be good. Uh, yeah, so thanks everybody for listening. We're going to head over to Last Call. That's where we drink some more, talk a little bit more candidly about Georgia State and the episode we just recorded. It's uh, free on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash State of Atlanta. Uh, free on Fridays, uh, available to our Patreon members immediately. Uh, check out uh, Patreon to join that. You get access to our private group chat. You get um, discounts on our merchandise, which I think my... Um, my code was playoffs. I didn't set up a little thing on the little ticker on here. But playoffs this week at merch.stateofatlanta.com to get free shipping. Um, yeah. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.